was so concerned of beforehand, actually, Arnold. Yes. So that you have to edit too much when we talk and stuff. <laughs> 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 Because uh, I like all over the place, but uh, I made it. It's good to. Uh, I got it out like with the writing. But, well, that's also something we can also. So you journaled because you um, you were nervous. Oh my god! I I learned last time when we went climbing, and I mentioned that I'm getting jittery or this nervous excitement, but also positive excitement, even yeah. when I go climbing all yeah. alone. I had that today too, and you said it's probably the performance anxiety. Mm. Oh my god, I have to dig into that. I have to read books and. <laughs> You're listening to Fidget, a BFRB podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Fidget episode. I'm Jason, and my guest today, who you heard at the top, is my dear friend Anya, who is the founder of the website and Instagram page BFRB Coping. You can check out all her stuff there. Also, in this episode, we mentioned the monthly fidget support group and the videos I've been making recently, um, stuff you can find on our Instagram. Anyway, on with the episode. Oh my goodness, that's so nice. Um, maybe we can start with, um, how, how did we meet? Do you, what, tell me from your perspective, what, how did we met? I'd love to. I was like desperate. As soon as I learned about the term BFRB, I was like, I need to know more. So I hunted down um, Google or like basically um, Google searched everything. And then of course, also my podcast app, because I'm mm. a huge podcast listener. Um, but then I just Googled BFRB podcast and somehow found feature podcast mm -hmm. and then and I was so excited because beforehand I found a dried up B4B podcast and I was like why does nobody share or talk about mm. it and then I finally found you and with all those interviews with people who suffer from B4Bs and all of a sudden I felt I'm not alone and I heard all these stories and saw myself in those stories mm. and then <laughs> one day you, Adele and you were sitting in um, the dude's chilling park yeah. and I was like wait what <laughs> you're in Vancouver and I'm currently in Vancouver so mm. uh, I was like at first I was like no they don't want to talk about it <laughs> I was a little bit fangirly <laughs> and then I was just uh, contacted you on Instagram so hey if you want to uh, if you hang out again you do chilling park let me know and then we found out that we're basically almost neighbors N neighbors I, like it's crazy like a five minute walk ten minute walk yeah that's crazy and your rest is history and yeah then we met yeah for the first time basically a year ago yeah. exactly a year ago Mm -hmm. And I love it how our conversation, that's for the first time I didn't know you. I mean, I knew more about you of the podcast, but um, I love it how, you know, our conversation 
we skipped all the small talk <laughs> and just dove right into the big talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. The big talk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fascinating how that's also a part of why I'm grateful for my BFRBs mm. nowadays. Mm. Or now, since I've be, I made peace with them. Mm. I know what they are. That mm-hmm. was a big part. Mm-hmm. And to just you know connect with people on a whole other level. Yeah. And yeah, I love. <laughs> yeah. <I don't... laughs> we were just like circling the park, and it was windy. We we were. Walked there for hours. And, yeah. Um, just like, yeah, it was a good conversation, and then I flew home. <laughs> yeah, you disappeared. Disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that the first time you've met someone like, like off the internet, kind of? Yes. Um, actually, I know some friends, some um, old old friends who have BFRBs, and though I never. We never talked about it really. Mm. We just accepted that everybody was thinking of themselves. And then with you, it was the first time that I talked about BFRBs. Mm. Because my um, therapist back then didn't know Mm. what it is. Mm. Even though I mentioned it at the first session. Hey, I'm um, biting my nails and uh, I want to stop. That was in the first session I... Mm. um, mentioned that and yeah with you it was the first time to even talk about it and then afterwards I joined your support group Mm. which helped a ton to just share my story with other people that was beforehand such a huge um, barrier but it was a huge yeah it it was tough Mm. and um, yeah Kind of, yeah, and talking about it takes the the meanness of that B4B monster or the strength of that huge mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, use the word tough. Like, what, what, a, like, could you break it down for me? Like, what, 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 what exactly, you know, would you be able to, like, like, I think there are, like, many components of why it was tough for me, but I would love to hear why it was tough for you. It's tough? Like, talking well, about Yeah, it. talking about it. Um, because it was so... I didn't even have the vocabulary mm. for it. Mm. Especially not in English. Not at all, because I'd never really addressed. I didn't even know that picking mm. uh, is... Like, you didn't have the vocabulary. I didn't have the vocabulary, and... It's growing up, it was always don't talk about your problems mm. on the outside, everything is good. If you mm. have a problem, like focus it more in inwards, and um, you have to deal it with the deal by yourself, by yourself, yeah. Mm. And um, talking about it, it felt so strange because it's also then, of course, shameful, mm. and um, yeah, but. <laughs> In general, talking about feelings and what's going on inside, I had no 
clue at all until I finally started mm. therapy and mm. in the process learned that a mm. little bit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with DPF, it's still not the answer to that. Your question. No, no, no. He, um, so, like, I I had a friend once after after I started fidget, and she asked me. She's like, Jason, like, I didn't know it was like such a big deal. Like, why, you know, like, why didn't you just tell me, right? And I think I I, I have since shared that with like other people with BFRBs, and it's sort of this like, why didn't you just tell me? Is this like oversimplification of like. Why didn't you just tell me is almost the same thing as like, why can't you just stop, right? Like, like why, like what, what barrier exists to, to, yeah. to, to talk about it? And, um, I mean, yeah, like there's the shame, the vocabulary. I, I, I was interested. So you said you don't have the words in English. Do you ever think about your BFRB in like German or? Since all my research I've done is in English. Mm. <laughs> I now don't have the vocabulary in German, but um, I was a question. Like when you think about your BFRB, and so I guess a huge part of my journey was like finding the right vocabulary, yeah. the language yeah. to understand, yeah. and like even just linking like my picking to say my anxiety like even that just like i'm like oh crap like yeah. that's nuts and so th those are english words that yeah. have connected the two but i mean i don't know do you think like a do you like think in german do you dream in german and like do you do you think about yourself like do you see yourself in german and how does like bfrb connect it um Yes, I definitely dream with everything, think in German, though um, since I do all the reading, all the self-help books, all the, and most of the um, resources for BFRBs out there are in English, so um, the language there is way better or mm. yeah, it grew in English mm -hmm. so and yet connecting all the and all the apps that I'm using like for right. um, tracking moods or um, stuff like that it's uh, like what's the word for picking in, in German? Zupfen Zupfen? yeah but uh, in German um, they say more um, working on it's oh. like we Work on the skin. Oh. Or we, yeah. So that's so German. Working on it. The albite. So, yeah, it's um, working on it. Yeah. Because, like, I think biting your nails is, like, a pretty... I think people know that phrase in English, right? Like, I think picking yeah. at your skin maybe is, like, new-ish. But, like, people who bite their nails, it's like, oh, yeah, I bite my nails. Like, do people say, oh, I bite my nails in yeah, German? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I I fit my nails, or I struggled already as a kid with biting my nails, and um, that's just something that everybody knows about right. for bees. Mm. That was the interesting part, because I didn't mm. connect back then the nail biting, skin picking, hair mm. pulling. And, teeth uh, grinding teeth. but yeah that's all under one umbrella so that was very interesting for me to 
realized that, that yeah, because everybody knows about nail biting and I'm almost a little bit annoyed that mm. there are those emojis Oh. Where um, people are like, when they're nervous, then they're nail biting. Right. And you very often see that memes or. Um... That was my rice cooker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Anya are going to have lunch afterwards. So. <laughs> oh, there's a sound like. <laughs> So, sorry, you were saying the emojis, the um, nail-biting BFRB. Yeah, it's just the uh, nail-biting is so well-known in culture that's just, oh yeah, with nervous. It's right. associated with nervousness. Mm. And you never see it as a problem. Mm. When you see those memes, it's always fun. or And so that's why I probably also... Um, never saw it as a real problem. All my BFRBs, mm. it's just an annoying habit. Right. And not a real problem. But then, you know, when you dig deeper and you see all the damage you've done until the, yeah, the pain, you reach a pain point and think, like, it's enough. I just can't do it mm. anymore. And then you start to do all the research and finally find answers how to <laughs> tackle those problems and the, especially the, sources where does it come from right um, yeah it opens a whole new world mm. to discover oneself so it, it's, yeah and thank you for saying that because i mean you shared with your therapist right like you oh i have these bfrbs and i think that's that's the same like again like frustration that i almost have in talking to people who maybe don't have bfrbs who people don't understand even even the professionals like I, I, I think they still see it as like, oh yeah, it's a bad habit and we like learn to manage it. But like, you know, at the beginning of this, we were talking about performance anxiety and like linking how, yeah, like with our BFRB, I've related it to like, oh, I'm really nervous about this event. So I start picking my skin and so now I'm like bleeding and now I'm like even more nervous. And now like, you know, it's just like the, the interconnection of all of it. And yeah, it's very, um like overly simplistic like just to make it an emoji right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean um i'm wondering how many people who actually use that emoji because i don't use it <laughs> mm. um, um use this who really struggle with nail biting or skin yeah. picking because do have they ever gotten to a, have have they ever had to do a presentation and then change their finger what they're pointing at because um, which one is the most presentable one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The pointer finger, it's uh, you take the pinky because that one is uh, the best looking one. Or how many times did those people who use those emojis ever um, yeah, had to put bandages on mm. and they excuse themselves, oh, I just cut my finger instead. Beforehand, they ripped down. And they were bleedy because they were anxious about performing, um, that playing the piano. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my. laughs> but, yeah. Anya, that's so real. Like, um, I, I legitimately, when my hands were really bad, like I'm left-handed, but I've like, I've used my right hand to like point for things. I've like, you know, I've like intentionally not pointed at things just because for so long I just kept my hands hidden right and people are like 
like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, mm. you know, I, I, I had to, I hold a pen differently based on like which, which finger is cut. Right. Yeah, so like yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll like, I had to hold it like this. Sometimes I, I, I would hold it this. I mean, this is very useful for the listeners at home, but <laughs> you know, I think just finding different ways just for it to not hurt to just yeah. hold a pencil. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy how the how you have to make adjustments mm. so that it works for you because to work around all the pains and mm. um, or yeah yeah, yeah yeah bloody smears on your page totally or yeah also have had many of those. <laughs> um, and lately, that was um, I never really had that because I always had them uh, teacher something around it. Mm. But of course, when you are in a social situation you can't do that but yeah, for example when I went to a meeting mm. and I was super nervous about um, that I ripped my cuticle before the meeting of course it's me <laughs> and then you have to use your right hand to shake hands so before and I always press the tissue against it in my pocket yeah. so that it stopped bleeding or just get it away and then shake it and back to my pocket oh. <laughs> just to make it up until yeah um it's one second of uh, not spiritual person oh <laughs> my gosh embarrassing. but uh yeah it's so since i'm working from home it's way better yeah no no no, <laughs> no thank you for sharing that yeah I, that's something i'm always sensitive about is just like having just like blood like bleed literally bleeding on other people like all constantly this is what I, I was doing and like just like that level of shame and judgment like I, I've been trying to get into swimming recently and you know in, in the pool they say like oh if you don't they're like don't swim if you have open cuts well it's like well literally that's every day of my life like yes 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 yeah so true yeah so I don't know I, I guess I don't know if, if this is a bad thing like I guess I've just made this I've given myself permission to bleed on people. Otherwise, I literally couldn't do anything. Like, yeah. just... Like, I, I like cooking for other people. I'm going to cook for lunch for you later. <laughs> but, like, again, I'm sorry if this grosses anyone else. But I'm just, like, legitimately, I've, like, while cooking for people, like, just, like, well, I, I have no option. Like, it's either you don't eat or yeah, you're going to tolerate yeah. some of my blood. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's a crazy uh, thing when you think about it. What and we think about those things, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm always wondering, what do people without B4Bs have on their mind? <laughs> is it they're just like chirping, or is it just like sounds? Probably everybody has probably their minds full with stuff, but mm. it's crazy how much space my BFRBs take on mm. yeah take up in my mind mm. in just like thinking of yeah. um, other people not bleeding on them for yeah. example or uh, just uh, what can I do to prevent the next situation or I mean probably I'm more aware of that now since I'm on my BFRB healing journey Beforehand, I was not even aware of it. Hmm. Because when in that first session of, with my therapist, she asked me, yeah, how often do you do it per day? And I'm like, 
no idea. Mm. Five times, six times. And then after that, I went home, continued working, and it was just constant, just picking at mm. my fingers in some mm. way or form. Mm. Of course, there's not always um, like open wounds or so, but it's just like constant doing something and they're biting my cheeks. It's like I haven't been aware that I'm doing it only when I got cold sores and oh yeah mm. I've overdone it or whatever mm. but it's it was so automatically because I have done it for over yeah, 25 years so yeah. um, it took time to become aware of my um, behaviors and to just um, yeah now work with them instead mm. of against them. Totally. So, yeah. That's the German again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I want to ask you about your awareness journey. But before we get to that, um, this was also something I wanted to ask for the start. Uh, again, maybe for our listeners. We're still could, at the start. <laughs> um, could, you, could you just share um, like what did... Could you, could you just talk about your B4B for a little bit? Just like details, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Now, since through our support groups and the workshops that you make, um, I'm having, I feel more comfortable to talk about them. So um, I'm pick, I've struggled with B4Bs ever since I was a child, and I struggled with nail biting and I think back then already um, finger picking mm. skin on my fingers and um, later on as a teen I picked at all the little bumps on my um, arms and legs and gladly I didn't have any pimples back then yet because I took the pill so I had gladly good skin good mm. quote unquote mm. and then when I stopped um, the pill taking the pill six years ago the hormonal acne kicked in at the beginning oh. it was like yeah I have something to pick at or to pop you know yeah. <laughs> but that quickly derailed in a big problem to just continuing picking at the same spot over and over again for five months or so always the same even though I don't have many gladly but they just um yeah it's the the same spots and then yeah face and back and um chest and yeah and the more i pick the more things you get to pick so mm. um that then developed and yet as I said before the cheek biting I don't even know when that started only a dentist once told me I should stop that it's not healthy and I was like "Eh?" Mm. (laughs) I know kind of but yes and oh yeah lip biting that's a Mm. huge uh, lip picking more um, was a huge indicator for my BFRBs that I'm heading in the right healing direction because I used to get cold sores all the time Mm. and I made the connections back then so okay when I'm stressed when I'm nervous when I'm worried when I'm concerned I pick my lips and as a result I get cold sores Mm. but I 
didn't know how to stop that and um, or prevent that. And yeah, since I had so many different BFRBs, I saw them as different um, fights that I have to take on. Totally. And with the um, BFRB term, I finally can all take them together and mm. have a strategy individual for all of them, of course, mm. but I have can develop a strategy for all of them at once as well. So just being calm um, or working towards being calm mm. and just taking more um, listening, what I need, how I feel, what um, is good for me right now. Um, mm. Setting boundaries was a huge, huge um, change in my life that I did. Mm. And yeah, so I had all those, even though I have all those different BFRBs, I can now um, manage them all together. And <laughs> okay, the uh, quote-unquote good thing about having multiple BFRBs, for me at least, mm. is that I can always, like, I have still setbacks in different areas, but then I can let heal certain areas, which then, again, um, makes me feel um, the little successes yeah. and celebrate <clears throat> those little successes. And, mm. yeah, and that helped me to continue and get better and yeah even now for example I would have never thought of um, okay I am in a situation where I'm uncomfortable but I don't just take something with you to keep your hands um, occupied mm -hmm. because my, mm -hmm. I have restless hands and um, of course you can't probably and now I have this ball with me mm -hmm. it's actually a training tool for climbing. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, to strengthen is quite yeah. um, hard to Oh, wow. Squeeze. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anya but, brought this, like, green... It's, like, silly putty, but, like, adult extra strength <laughs> silly putty. Yeah, especially for... I got it from my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. Ah. And so I can... I'm now um, warming up for later mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> while I'm soothing my nervous system, <laughs> mm -hmm. getting the energy out of my mm -hmm. hands. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I learned that I just can, um, I learned to have help along certain situation or in certain situation to just make me feel better instead of just pushing through, um, pushing all those um bubbling up emotions aside it's basically like yeah this visual with the balloon mm. you know holding that balloon underwater and just like don't let them come up because as soon as you start letting them up it's ne a never ending story mm. and yeah and when now I accept those feelings or I notice them mm. so the balloon basically comes to the surface and I can now look at it and I can see, okay, the balloon is closed, but it also floats away. Totally. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't want to, okay, that's, no, <laughs> it's a strange thing to say, but I kind of am grateful for my BFRBs. Yeah. Because they teach me so, so much. And, um, yeah, it's my inner body alarm who, which really tells me, to 
pause to just assess or look what's going on and then maybe I can make adjustments to it. Mm. Maybe I can make a break. Maybe I can stop what I'm doing and just, it's good enough for today. Let's mm -hmm. do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And of course, other times, um, B4Bs also help me get through tough situations and then that's also fine. And uh, yeah, man. yeah, so I engage in them and it is how it is. Yeah. But um, I don't, I'm not as tough on me or as hard on me anymore. Of course, I'm angry and annoyed when I... Um, Mm -hmm. make the damage but mm. um, I know now also that I have the potential to heal and to be proud of my fingers again and yeah. I know it will come back and I mm. know that those breaks in between last longer and mm. yeah I'm so happy about that and one of my tracks the one where I track all the different ones in my spreadsheet, mm. the line is going down. Oh my goodness. I, it's so amazing. That was uh, so fun when you get the... Um, the uh, average. The trend, yes. The yeah. trend, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh so my of course, gosh. yeah, sometimes I get lost and say, so, oh no, I will never get better, but I am already getting better. And when I'm looking back where mm. I've been two years ago with my mental health, journey and one and a half years ago where I started my BFRB healing journey mm. huge steps oh and I'm goodness. so glad that I did it back then that I started it yeah. was so hard but it's and it's also a continuous mm. um, process so. yeah oh my <sighs> thank you so there was so much in there I um Thank you for, for sharing. I, um, I love what you said there about how before you had the BFRB term, you had like an individual strategy for like my nail biting versus the cheek biting versus, you know, like, but yeah, the BFRB term sort of like unified it all. And it really, yeah. like now it's like, oh, okay, I just need to like be calm or like learn to be aware of when I'm like high energy to, and it helps all three it, it, and like finding little wins in between the two and I think again like what we were talking before and how I also am grateful for my BFRB now because it teaches me when I'm like yeah procrastinating when I'm like performance anxiety when my boundaries are you know when I'm saying yes to too many things and it's like yeah it's it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy and it's so useful now that I've like learned how the language right I, I i use it for so many things honestly <laughs> for example or... well just like oh you know jason you um this person made you angry mm -hmm. oh i didn't know that but yeah. the bfrb told me that you know yeah because you know it's like in some respects i wish i i wish i knew when other people made me angry if I didn't have a BF, like, mm -hmm. like I, I try to get into that mindset thinking where it's like, oh, I should have, I should have just known that, like, yeah, I like 
said yes to too many things, but instead I have my BFRB. But I've since flipped that. It's like, well, no, my BFRB is exactly the thing that's telling me you've done too many things. If I didn't have a BFRB, maybe I wouldn't have anything, right? So, um, yeah, all of that kind of uh, circles towards our topic of today, which is awareness. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, Anya, I, I mean, I, I want you to talk, tell, me, tell me about your spreadsheets. Tell me about... <laughs> Tell me about um, tell me about this beautiful journal that you make and that people can buy um, if they look up BFRB coping. I don't know, like, or even just you could talk to me about BFRB coping, like why why you wanted to start that. That was like three questions, so I apologize. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Let's take it. Um, so the let's talk about. I think my journey started with BFRB coping mm. because back my first coping method was to put this one sign on my mirror saying you do more harm than good because mm. I was always thinking I'm fixing my skin on the face mm. but on the end I wanted to make it good but in mm. the end I made it worse so right. that's where uh, I started to illustrate those uh, little reminders and coping affirmations for myself and then started to put them out on Instagram also kind of as like a little library to look at and mm. to look through so and then it's developed in also illustrating my coping techniques that I that I use and mm. that I try and it's like a little catalog for me now that mm. um, I can go through when I'm like oh I did because it's with fidget toys or techniques it's at some point you get a little bit tired about them or they don't work as well as anymore mm. as they used to mm. and then I just it's like with dogs and children if you give them um, toys they get bored easily or quickly are this um, losing interest in those things mm. and that's definitely with me as well so it something is working well and but i know it's probably not going to last forever so mm. i can switch up things and with mm. this um, catalog that i have now on instagram and now I'm also writing a little bit copy to it for the website b4bcoping.com. I um, yeah, I just can go through it and and <laughs> look for um, techniques that helped me before. And oh yeah, I can try that again. Mm. I should maybe um, use this method to help stop pulling or picking or mm. whatnot. And um, Okay, so you you started coping, BFRB coping, because it was something that you needed, right? Yeah. And it was it was helping you, and it was this catalog, and from there it helped you start building some some awareness. And I guess like I think a lot of I think like awareness is a term that's just like thrown out a lot. It's like oh you know be more aware it's of your mental new health. Sustainability. Yeah, totally a buzzword where like. You hear it so much, but it doesn't really mean anything. So, like, what does... I, I, I don't know. Like, what it does it mean? It means a, weird... a lot to me. Yeah. What does it mean <laughs> to you? 
Um, the awareness aspect, so through the, the B4B coping also helped me to stay accountable, be mm. accountable. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's why I constantly try new things and that's how then I become aware of tracking, of course, be- becoming aware of the triggers, stressors and emotions is the mm. most important part of um, controlling one's BFRBs and that's how I then start made a post like um, track your BFRBs and I used... Um, an app called Skin Pick back then, mm. and also tried out printing out um, online just, um, template logs. But then I had all those papers going around, uh, uh. and um, then I even tried um, spreadsheet uh, uh, filling them out on the computer or mm. on my iPad with the pen. But that uh, all of those method didn't really stick because after all I'm a little yeah I'm just like pen and paper mm. and um, that's how the idea of the journal mm. came or was born because I was like I just need one place where I can ask answer my questions or to journal my to track the location where where I and stressors and that's Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I want to ask. So we're talking about this your BFRB journal. Um, can I? So something that I maybe am intimidated by, and I think I hear this from a, a lot of other people with BFRBs too. Is just like, oh, like what a pain, <laughs> you know? Like logging is like so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how how. Like, did you did you log things before your BFRB? Like, are you a logger in general? Like, what's your... Um, like, getting into the routine or the habit or the practice of awareness logging? That's a great question. Um, probably I'm a little bit prone to logging and journaling and stuff. Mm. Because when I look back uh, in my teenage years, I had a journal for years and years i i wrote like regularly for years and that Mm. just helped me to um get through my life Mm. probably already back then you know Mm. Uh, i didn't know why and what it's doing but i felt that it's helping me because Mm. i had a place where i could vent where I could share my feelings. Before I knew the term BFRB, I already had this, I called it calendar challenge, mm. where I, because I was so annoyed that I always picked up my face, yeah. the skin on my face, and then created all those spots. And then I had this um, this challenge for me to mm. just like, okay, can I get one day without picking? And then mm. I was, that's basically also tracking the my BFRB without knowing. Totally. And uh, when I learned about the term BFRB and that tracking is so important, then I continue doing that, of course, because, of, oh, now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then I also started to have this spreadsheet where I, with Google 
Google Forms. Forms. Yeah. I ask the I do a summary at the end of the day what which PFRBs did I engage and how much did I engage to just mm-hmm. have some data. But that's just for fun because I um, apparently I'm a nerd. I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> no, I because I'm not. <laughs> I'm more the creative side. I love to look at pictures. Everything with spreadsheet and numbers freaks me out. So that's why I also draw those paintings so because mm. I can look at them without having to read stuff. You right, know? Right. And yeah, and then it's um, also I started tracking my BFRBs with um, an app. I tried an app uh, called SkinPick and I had um, printed out log pages, but then I had all of these. Um, papers laying around and what else did I try? Something else? Oh, yeah, on the iPad with the, mm, I had mm-hmm. my template on the iPad right. and I used the uh, Apple Pencil but none of those things really worked for me because, yeah, and that's how the idea of the BFRB Awareness Journal was mm-hmm, born because I wanted mm-hmm. to have this one place um, where I can just log my feelings, my behavior, my um, stressors, Mm. and through that I become aware of patterns and then also develop, I'm able to develop those uh, coping strategies, especially with Mm. the questions, what can I do to prevent this situation from from happening again? Mm. And... um, yeah, so I have this journal where it's super easy, just yeah. five minutes, not even, to yeah. just fill out this fixed template, um, easy to use, and then I have all those things in one place. I can flip through, I can mm. make bookmarks, I can mm-hmm. highlight something, and then at the very back of the journal, I can gather all the information I need, so fine-tune um, mm. my coping methods for example um huge stressor or huge huge trigger location is the bathroom Mm. so i have my red light set up which i have to have on default otherwise it derails again and i pick more Mm. or i um just in other apartments or when i stay in other places i just hang a a scarf or something over the mirror mm. or when I sit at the computer and work on on stuff I just have my finger covers mm-hmm. and I use cuticle oil underneath them mm. so that my mm. fingers are always moisturized and can heal and um, yeah it's just the little de- de- details that helps to journal and Mm-hmm. log and track stuff for example mm. a huge um, epiphany epiphany yeah was that I always thought I only engage in BFRBs while I'll, I do something for right. example on a call or um, while working on something but through tracking I discovered that actually my heights of my BFRB sessions usually mm. occur after those events. Mm. So I'm having a conversation on the phone and then I'm hanging up 
and then I start also engaging in BFRBs and then like why do I do that it's mm. because I have all this pent up energy I'm tired I have to go to the washroom it's just talking too much for too long and it drained my energy yeah. and um, yeah it's interesting to learn those little details by Logging. Logging them. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you are able to becoming aware of them without writing them down or or tracking them, Mm. and it's great. But for me, I my head, my mind is already like a monkey in a cage. (laughs) I can have more like making those plans and stuff in my head. I need to get them down and. Pen and paper forces me to slow down, to think what's going on and to, yeah, just without distraction also. Because if Mm. I have only, the app is great, um, the Skin Pick app, but I'm only in front of a screen all day long. And if I take the phone in my hand Mm. and want to track my view for view or whatever, I get so easily distracted. I, oh. And then I'm on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's three hours just so, to yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's why, for me, it works better if I write it down. I mm. did that when I was a youth. Okay. Wow, that's nice. For all the stuff. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. And again... Listeners out there, you can go on Amazon, bfrbcoping.com, buy this awareness journal. It's so easy. Yeah, just having it around. I, yes, my, my, my question for you is, like, do you, um, are you, like, carry, is it, like, always on your desk? Do you carry it with you? Like, do you log, like, once a day? I don't know. Like, um, Good question. I, so I'm working from home. Hmm. In a small apartment, <laughs> so mm. my I have it on my desk. Mm-hmm. This is also where I engage in my BFRBs probably the most. Mm. So um, I have it easy accessible there, mm. um, sort of in the apartment, mm. and I log it either right after a session, or I make a summary at the end of the day mm. to just like. Um, how did I feel in general, or uh, what was bothering me in general, or mm. um, yeah, when I had a bigger session, then I will remember that. Mm. And um, or I even journal sometimes when I feel that I'm oh I'm starting to pick again. Then and okay, the first time it's like okay, stop it, do put a a cover on, take a fidget toy or whatever. Mm. And if it continues where I know, oh-oh, this mm. is going to derail, then I also journal, so this is not a situation. And that already helped me to curb the urge. Mm. That's so, it, that was fascinating to me because I have so big difficulties. If I have the super urge to engage in my BFRBs, there is almost no way to go back. Right. And um, 
we talked about that to mm. take a pa- pause, mm. um, take a break what you're doing, step away, mm. um, make those deep breaths to mm. just wait it out because mm. with feelings or with urges mm. or everything that's happening with your body or in the world, mm. nothing is static, everything is moving. Mm-hmm. And so we can be sure that also that urge feeling will pass at some right. point that it will go away mm-hmm. but and it of course happens faster if we engage in our for peace mm. but um, staying with the urge help yeah I still have difficulties to stay with the urge mm. but if I interrupt it write down what's going on mm. that curbs the urge and mm. then afterwards it's all of a sudden Okay. Right. It's gone. Yeah. And that was a that was a cool feeling when I had it the first time happening. So like, okay, it's a powerful tool. Totally. I need to do it more often, or I, I, I want to get that kick. That is that was mm. such a cool positive win and success that I'm like, okay, I want to have that success again and again. So mm. I. Uh, yeah. I I love that. I think um so what I was going to say is yeah, one of my favorite parts of the journal that I've been using is like the the 1 to 5 urge intensity. And I I think this is kind of like like feedback for myself honestly. Like if the urge intensity was a 4 or 5, I for sure would log it. But then the like urge 1 or 2s, I would just never log cuz I'm like ah, like but especially those would be easier. They're sneaky. Those would be easier to prevent in the future. Totally. Because the, the five urges are like, okay, this is how it is. Mm. But the one and two mm. urges, that's like, okay, what was the situation? How did I feel? Mm. And the, the most important at the very end is what can I do? What strategy can I yeah. develop there? And then the the small urges are easier to prevent in the future. Right. Maybe right. Yeah, no, 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 that's a good point. Well, so another thing that you touched on that I also wanted to comment on was like, like sometimes, yeah, I, I, I would, I would feel a five urge. I would, I, I would like be in the middle of it and be like, okay, interrupt it, put it in my journal, log it. But then like, it was still lingering, you know? So it's like, yeah. ah, like this is... I, I'm like, I technically did, like, my my nail did go to my skin again. Mm-hmm. Is this still, like, this is part two of the thing that I just logged? Mm-hmm. Or, like, is this just a continuation? And I would get lazy, and I would, like, be like, oh, like, well, I already put it in the journal. But um, I love what you said of, like, how, like, the the act of logging is in it of itself preventing, fu- like, I think a lot of people, or maybe for me, one of my mental barriers for logging was like, oh, I've already, like, there was the work of logging it, and it's, like, more, I already engaged in my BFRB, and then there's the work of just, like, logging it afterwards. Mm -hmm. But, like, exactly what you're saying is, like, no, by logging it, it's, like, well... This is curbing my urge. Like, I don't want to... Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's happening, that's really cool. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, unfortunately, I'm with you. It also happens to me that I log and then it continues. And 
in those situations, if I can, I try to then do something completely else. Mm. If I have multiple tasks on my list, mm. like, <laughs> maybe I'm now that focus uh, another to-do thing on my list, right. uh, uh, list on my to-do list, yes, yes. to, um, to get another energy out of it, mm, or shake it out, totally. or to, um, because yeah, if I continue what I was doing very mm. often, I will also continue. I, I love that and point. I love that point too. I think, um, a huge like BFRB awareness piece for me was like linking my BFRB with my procrastination mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. when I'm like logging something and it keeps coming up I'm like what is it that I'm procrastinating right now like there's something that I just like yeah. don't like I just like don't want to do my dishes or whatever right and then it's <laughs> yeah. just like yeah like I'm picking my skin I'm like just watching YouTube video after yeah. YouTube video after YouTube video yeah. it's like oh it's because I don't want to do my dishes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes it's so simple. It's as simple. Like, obviously, other times it's much more complicated. But sometimes yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah. like you said, that's an urge one that I could have just prevented. Yeah. But in the past, when I just didn't have that awareness, I just like... Exactly. Yeah, I let it keep going, so... Yeah, and for me, that exactly, that's how it's also for me um and that's then remembering all those things that's the tricky mm. part mm. that's what i meant before and with uh, in having them in my head and mm. um knowing i am procrastinating with this and that and if you have you write it down then it's on your page and then you will remember the next time if you're in the same situations so that you're watching youtube video after youtube video um, oh, that we tackled that a few weeks ago. Mm. What did we do um, then? Okay, mm. nothing. Okay, what can, could I do yeah, today? Totally, totally. <laughs> or, um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's so difficult and so hard if it wouldn't, I mean, mm. <laughs> we wouldn't struggle so much with yeah. this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, becoming aware and knowing the triggers is just a huge step to the next totally um, step, basically. Yeah. Huge step for the next step. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I, I think um, another comment or something that I'd be curious to ask you about is um, something that an issue that we ran into in my old job is it wasn't so much the problem of collecting the data if anything we collected too much data and we never spent the time to like analyze and interpret and like look for trends and like use the data for something um, like to, to make decisions based on the data. Yeah. And so um, I guess I wanted to ask you, like, wh- what what does that process look like for you? Like, how do you, you know, like, is it like once a week you, like, look through your entries? Or, like, how, 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 do, you, how do you begin looking for patterns? I don't know. I have, that's why, I have, yeah, I have three different tracking methods for different reasons. So, the data, so apparently I'm not 
Nerdy enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> for the journal, I think for me it's just in the moment to um, deal with it, to mm. think of what's happening, to listen inwards, to mm. um, find like it's basically brainstorming about methods that I could try. I'll try them and then if I have success with it. I add it to the list at the very end. I have mm. a trigger list, and oh. on the opposite side, a method list. So if I find, for example, that shaking out before, and what I mentioned is, um, okay, I have pent up energy after calls, after um, social situations. It doesn't help me if I take a fidget toy then. It doesn't mm. help me if I do my breathing exercises to calm down. Because I realized through journaling that it's just this boiling energy that I mm. haven't been aware of. Mm. Okay, what can I do to get that energy out? And just jumping around, around like crazy to get that um, nervousness yeah, out of yeah. my body. And that's then what I put on the list on the very back because that worked and then right. like oh, okay cool but then also other things that I brainstorm in what how can I prevent this situation from happening again doesn't work then mm. of course I probably I give it another try and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but um, the list will also always evolve it will totally. always change and um, the, yeah, yeah I use those information in that brainstorming process, it just like encourages you to think deeper. Mm. I tried that, that's the obvious option, but okay, that didn't work. What else is there? So it a little bit pushes me to dig deeper on that. Then for example, the um, calendar challenge, Mm. I track only for my face in the bathroom. Mm. And there I also track when do I get my period? Mm. When do I use an exfoliator? Mm. When do I put retinol on my skin? Mm. And with, or when do I have a breakout in that? Just little circles and E for exfoliating or R mm. for retinol. And I see a pattern there already. Oh, wow. Because I, at the beginning, I did it as a challenge. Right now, I do it more for tracking. Right. And um, it's so interesting. So, okay, one week before the period, I know it's going to um, be a little bit more crazy. So in that mm. time, I have to make sure to amp up my B4B coping methods. Mm. And for example, okay, red light. I tell Daniel, <laughs> hey, I um, need to have the red light again because I'm just feeling extra nervous or extra irritable mm. and then he's so supportive and he's always then switching the light the normal light back to the red light for me when I go into the bathroom the bathroom the next time because yeah even though I know I just have to switch to the light bulb or mm. smart light bulbs or it makes it even more easy that makes it easier mm. um, I sometimes don't do it but if it's already on I have no problem and it's so easy it could be so easy no just in that situation just bathroom just face yeah it's 
it was such a game changer. But then when, oh, I'm good, I didn't pick in a week or so, then I leave the normal light on again. And then it continues, uh, then it's what? It sneaks That's how it in. sneaks it, in. It starts and, oh, just one little bit, and there a little bit, and then it derails. And then, yeah, I have all this damage done, which then I continue picking it. Mm. There is nothing else to get but just checking, just um, maybe, and mm. scap, ta, 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 the same spot over and over again. And, um, But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Anya, I love what you said there about how I, I didn't even know these pages existed in the journal. But um, you didn't read the intro pages. Yeah, I did. I, clearly, I did not. Um, the, so much time. <laughs> um, the the list of triggers and the list of um, methods. methods um, of how, yeah, that encourages you to dig deeper because um, I think something that I often hear is that a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I like, I tried it once and it like, it didn't work. So I just like gave up on it. It's like, well, okay, you know, like you tried it once. Um, and, and I think what's confusing about the BFRBs is that it's so omnipresent. Like it's just, I, I pick when I'm nervous, I pick yeah. when I'm sad, I pick when I'm angry, I pick when I'm tired, I pick when I'm excited, I pick, you know, like yeah. just every, literally all things. Yeah. And so, yeah, like the fidget toy works when you're anxious, but it doesn't work when you're angry, right? And yeah, so it's yeah. like, oh, like having that like specificity and like linking the two, I think is, yeah, so important and so hard to keep track of if... You didn't have a journal. <laughs> Absolutely, because, yeah, so many different ways, so many different situations, like uh, endless, because uh. we live with those behaviors like 24 hours minus the sleep, but um, and every day. Even when I sleep, I also pick, so there you go. That, that's really tough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so tough. I, that's, yeah. I gladly don't do that, but that's, I don't know. Well, you can try. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But um, let's see with the journals because it's so much. Where mm, do I start? Mm, it's so difficult. But also at the beginning, I tackled or I yeah took care of my bigger stress, my mm, bigger triggers. Mm, I became. Um, knowing the big ones and just focusing more on that ones first Mm. and I quickly at the beginning of my healing journey I realized oh I can I can tackle those I have a method to prevent this from happening or I have a solution for exactly that situation Mm. where it's obvious and then tackle first the obvious ones Mm. and then slowly but surely you can then um, take on these smaller triggers, mm. these smaller um, stressors, and that's how you fine tune your coping strategy. Totally. I think, like, yeah, like prioritizing it, right? Yes, like exactly. having the list, and then, um, yeah, you, you make a list of everything, and then you review the list, and you're like, okay, well, what are the top two that I can yeah. tackle for now? So, yeah, that's another, I think big piece because without that list I'm just trying to tackle everything all the time and then I'm so overwhelmed yeah Yeah, exactly so have a plan 
Yeah, and the good thing about those, you know, the, the old ones you maybe don't have to review at some point because mm. you um, made a new healthier habit totally. out of that. Mm. So then those are automatic already mm -hmm. and then you can focus on the other ones so yeah, you yeah, can yeah. cross those, make a new list or whatever. Mm, mm. And um, yeah. Yeah. Because for... I was surprised because that grooming um, part of everybody does grooming, but we who suffer with BFRBs do the uh, negative grooming. Mm. We do all those damage, even though we mm. have good intentions. We want to fix something. We want to pull that one hair that's uh, no, I mean less than ten, of course, mm. or. Um, and and yeah, and then try to switch those. Okay, if I do all those things, I have all those behaviors and habits who are negative. But if I have changed them and do all those behaviors and habits in a positive way, mm. so now, for example, I also <laughs> go into the bathroom. And instead of picking and looking mm. and fixing it, I take a healing ointment and just put it on the spots. Mm. So then I did something. Mm. I, it's weird that I still have kind of have the urge or mm. the feeling that I mm. need to do something instead of mm. just leaving it alone. Mm. But at least I put the ointment on, then it's a little bit white, but I can't see the dark spot anymore. Mm. And then I did that and mm. then it's good yeah so or when i work the first thing that i do is putting on cuticle oil mm. and then my um, finger covers on just i need it on four fingers mm -hmm. because that is where i hold the mouse <laughs> and, the and then i smudge it all over the place and then yeah. it covers it's all clean oh. and protected <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, something I wanted to touch on. I made a video about this the other day about the, um, the, the the stages of like development. So again, like we have our list, we reprioritize the ones at the top, and I think yeah, like it's intimidating to look at the whole list. Yeah. But um, w what you were saying is like at a certain point, it's not like we have to manage everything all the time because. At a certain point, the things become automatic. So yes. it's like the four... I don't know if you've heard of these, like, four stages of... Um, I forget what it's called. Competence. Okay, so stage one is unconscious incompetence. Yeah. Stage two is conscious incompetence. Stage three is conscious competence. And stage four is unconscious competence. Yeah. Right? So I think... Ideally, once we're in stage four, we're so good at it, we don't even know we're doing it anymore. Ah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. like riding a bike, right? Like, you don't have training wheels anymore. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, like, it's easy. Like, I don't know. I don't have to think about it. But, like, the first time you had to ride your bike, it's like, you knew how, but it was so hard to, like, just do it, right? But over time, with practice, it just kind of becomes unconscious. Ooh, yeah. that's a great point yeah i i haven't seen this video okay there you go <laughs> um, watch it. but yeah it's exactly mm, that that mm. you have to um if you do something um long enough then it's 
I mean, with our B4Bs, they also became habits. We don't even know how it how started, and then and it's hard to untrain it. Mm. But yeah, maybe we can develop healthier habits to um, help us to make things better or <laughs> to find out why did we engage in the BFRBs? Mm. What's the reason for that? Do we find alternative to um, get the same soothing feeling mm. or the same... Um, just a substitute. Yeah. <laughs> then I have to think of your other video where you um, um, compare the um, instant noodle oh. with the <laughs> stir fry. <laughs> it's, of course, it's um, less satisfying if mm. we don't engage in beer for B and with a substitute, mm. but maybe we will forget. Mm. <laughs> uh, the feeling what the BFRBs gave us and focus more on what we have yeah. basically I haven't eaten meat in 20 years mm. so I don't even know how it tastes anymore you know right. and then if I have recently I started to because now there's all those vegan sausages or whatever and I'm like so oh cool I I course I, I i want to try it out and i'm mm. like wow mm, that's good and then everybody who eats me is like are you kidding me yeah. <laughs> it's not the same and then i'm always saying yeah um, i can't remember what mm. me tastes like but um see that's our own product right don't compare it yeah um, totally one to one or mm. um, don't say that this is a vegan sausage and think mm. it has to be meat think of oh that's a vegan sausage it tastes good on its own mm. yeah. it doesn't have to be the real sausage right right <laughs> fidget toys equals <laughs> vegan yeah or yeah. also then um, other things to yeah okay fidget toys but also that the nervous system what do mm. i need now we calm our nervous system with engaging in our BFRB. Right. But what can we do other healthier things to calm our nervous system? Oh. Even though it's probably not as satisfying because we don't get that quick spike with Maybe we are just fine with um, the alternative, which is probably not as spicy and not as um, full with... <laughs> No, what is it? Yeah, MSG. Delicious, delicious MSG. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's not with MSG, it's just with normal salt or whatever. Right, right. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Anya. Maybe we talk about food because it's yeah, <laughs> I, Yeah, we have to eat, we have to go rock climbing. Thank you so much for chatting, for uh, journaling, braving your performance anxiety. Um, is there anything that um, I don't know, something you want to say to our listeners? Ending note. I want to thank you for um, the work you do with the podcast. It's so good to hear about other people's stories, to know that we're not alone. Then the support group, I highly recommend everybody to join a support group because I would have never thought the benefits of it um 
I find it so helpful to just talk about it, to finally vocalize what's going on and also think checking in with other people how they are doing or what um, they are struggling with and then also sharing what I am struggling with and then just to have this community and they're all great people and then so looking forward always to see you guys and um, and also the workshop which is so helpful to learn mm. more in depth I loved your analytical approach to it mm. so I learned a lot from that too especially and I always have the images in my head <laughs> the graph where you explain the everybody with beer for bees has their different threshold for stimuli a taller yeah Tolerance. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I always have to have that in my mind mm. when I'm like, okay, it's just now over that threshold. I have this graph that you made in my mind. I can't explain it, but it's to go. <laughs> it's about fun. I have that in my head when I'm dating my BFRB. It's like, oh, you're now in that zone, in that different mm. color zone mm. or whatever. So yeah, thanks. I'm looking forward to the next workshop to learn more. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Anya. That's so nice. Um, yeah. Um, I think I think that's our episode. Again, um, BFRB Coping on Instagram, BFRBCoping.com. And if you have any questions, you need to message us, I guess. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>